This is the Light Goddess Podcast. I am Jude Hotep, the goddess astrologer and soul coach. If you are here, it is because you are divine feminine soulpreneur. And come hell or high water, you will root more love into this world. Let's get into it. No one ever taught me how to be myself. They were teaching me how to be what they needed me to be, what society wanted me to be. Your worth and value are not about what you do, but about who you are as soul. I'm here to connect you to the power of who you really are. Book an astrology reading at thegoddessastrologer.com. Welcome back to the Light Goddess Podcast. I'm Jude Hotep, the Goddess Astrologer and Alchemical Initiatrix. Really glad to be here with you on this Monday. This is Sacred Stardust the astro weather and sun sign horoscopes for all signs for September 26th through October 2nd. We have a big week, possibly a very intense week. We've just come off this amazing new moon, this harmonic Libra new moon, and this move into the autumn equinox. This is a big time of moving from this energy of the summer to the energy of the fall where the trees gather their energy inward and no longer produce leaves and fruits and where there's more root vegetables we're changing the vegetables that are coming in that we're harvesting it's a season of harvest and it's really a time of beginnings for so many of us because it's when we've traditionally started school for a couple of centuries and So there's almost this sense of a new beginning every fall, even though it's also this time where we're moving away from the peak of the seasons, the peak of the energy, and we're moving away from this summer um, activity, buzzing, very hot, intense energy into this autumn energy. And autumn, October is often a very hot month for the southern part of the United States. It's almost the hottest month um, of the year in those places. When I used to live in San Diego, it was the hottest month every year. And But this is a time in other parts of the United States and other parts of the world where it is in the UK, it is, it is autumn weather, it is fall, it is the weather of Uh, wind, still sunshine, but cooler weather, the leaves falling, things turning, the grasshoppers coming out. So it's this marking of of change, of the cyclical renewal, the, the cycles and seasons of our lives, of our year, of our time. We have all of these retrograde planets for a while. They're gonna start turning to go forward here very soon. Pluto being the first one that'll be stationing to move forward. And by mid-January, they will all be direct again. And so this is this time of revision, of rethinking, of recalibrating what we have done so far this year and the last few years because we have started really big cycles and we have started many, many, many cycles anew. So there's this time of going with the retrogrades, going back and forth, back and forth, because a retrograde planet moves backwards over a spot that it already has been through and then forward again. So it takes three passes typically over a spot. And so there's this time to revise and edit. Like you're writing a piece And you go and you edit for the grammar and you revise for the content and you're changing it up and seeing if it flows well, if it sounds good, if it gives you the the potency and the transformation that you want people to feel when they read that or when they hear it. That's what we're doing with our lives. Like, is this the vision that is the that gives me the potency and the punctuation of my life, of meaning, of worthy of my time and energy and effort to build and grow this part of my business or my business in general or this new beginning in a relationship or this new house or redoing a house so any area of your life this can pertain to this week we have the saturn uranus square that has happened three times in 2021 that 
is going to be exact on September 30th. And it's not going to be exact by degree, but it's going to be um, by minute rather, but it's going to be exact by degree. Saturn will move retrograde to 18 degrees. And so Saturn and Uranus will be in an exact square. Saturn is the past. Saturn is the grumpy old man. Saturn is the way we've been doing things all along. It's the structures and the, 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 the systems in society, in the world. So it's how we do things in agriculture, in medicine, in education, in government, in society, in these big systems, these big structures of our world, of our countries. So that's Saturn is these big structures, right? And that's Capricorn as well, corporations. And so also Saturn is our, in our personal life, it is our work, it is our commitment, it's our sacred calling, it's our business, it's it's the legacy that we're leaving behind, it's very much um, our authority, it's our inner authority. So many people in this world get their authority from their PhD, or they get their authority from moving up the ranks in some sort of structure or system, whether it's a corporation, and so now they are at this higher position, ranking position. And so they're getting their authority from this external source. And so when their authority is threatened by someone or perceived to be threatened, then they feel their authority within threatened because their authority is based on something external. So with Saturn, it's a great time with Saturn being retrograde to ask ourselves, where did our authority come from? Is it from the inside out? Did we get it from a degree? Did we get it from groups that we've been involved in? Did we get it from a palm and, and um, approval from external sources? Because if so, that is all very impermanent. It is all very, um, very shakable and unpredictable. And it's not any sort of, sort of thing that we can count upon. So we don't want to build our authority from an outside source. We want to build it from the inside out because we give ourselves the authority to stand in the world as an expert in our crafts and our areas of expertise to be a human on an evolutionary path that's always growing and evolving and learning and and willing to not know things sometimes, willing to suck at things sometimes as we're learning, as we're mastering, as we're becoming more efficient and more knowledgeable in the world. And also standing very clear and firm on where we are um, experts, where we do have knowledge and respect ourselves, not expecting respect to come outside of from an outside source, but from within so that we don't need external forms of respect. So we don't need external forms of approval. And that's what Saturn's all about. It's about our respect, our self-respect. And it doesn't matter how other people treat us if we respect ourselves because it is so solid within and we won't stay in situations where we're not respected and we won't even need to cause uh, to, to, have a talk about it we'll simply just leave because we don't need to have conflict because we respect ourselves so much we simply won't stay in a situation where we're not respected do you see that difference and saturn is also what has come before it is the old entrenched its power over its dominator it culture it is the authoritarian rule it's the old paradigm it's the malignant masculine it's the toxic masculine energy it's the warring and the the violence and all of these ways that society has been for a very long time with a very few people trying to control the world or with a lot of people individuals spread out trying to control people in their area um, of life or in their in their life through the same type of control, being a narcissist, having a Napoleon complex, having um, insecurity issues and trying to control everyone around them, right? And so Uranus is the new. Uranus is unpredictability. It's innovation. It's um, otherworldly. It is very much this vibe of David Bowie, but it's also technology. But there's there's technology with Uranus that is the AI that continues to disconnect us and grow us further apart in humanity, more into a 
and into a disconnected hu- um, humanity, into more of a artificial humanity, or that's the shadow Uranus, or there is the conscious Uranus where we're growing together to be working together collaboratively. Her Uranus is humanity. So working together collaboratively, un- coming back together as a community, as a family, as a human family, understanding that we're all interconnected on the deepest of levels and that we all nourish and nurture ourselves and each other and affect each other. Uranus is also um, technologies that we don't have to think of technology as silver, gray, metal things. We can think of technology as paved roads, the the traffic circles that started going in pretty heavily everywhere ubiquitously in the last 10 years, where we didn't see them very often or at all before that. Um, that's a, that's a technology that's, you know, there's spiritual technology, there's emotional technology. So where's the emotional technology of becoming emotionally masterful? Where's the tech, the technology of your soul? There's soul technology. There's the technology of the third eye and the knowing the higher consciousness, the galactic energy, the photonic energy that we're bringing down. Uranus is our third eye and the knowing from just simply this higher place, the, the, the higher realms, from out beyond, from in the galaxy, from in the multiverse. Uranus is also um, not the status quo. It's what's different. It's what's weird. It's what is unusual and unconventional and going against the status quo ways. And so, and Uranus is the future. So Uranus is going to win this square, but also we must integrate these energies because Saturn is our commitment, our determination to build something and grow something. And to con- stay continually on the path to make something happen, to climb the mountain, to reach this pinnacle of growth and evolution. And then we go off into spirit is sort of the mythology of Capricorn, right? So we want to combine these energies of where are we willing to give our commitment and our determination to, and that's why these retrograde planets are so important right now because we're we're revising and recalibrating all of those things. We're looking at everything we've committed to, all of the projects, the relationships, the the commitments within relationships and within the projects to business, to family, to house renovations, all of these things. We're looking at all of these things and really reconsidering how much we want to put our energy into and if we still do and if they're worthy of us and if they still matter to us and if we still have the same level of passion and enthusiasm and interest and so this is why this is so helpful because whatever we choose we want to be able to saturn it we want to have that commitment and that determination to make it happen and with Uranus and Taurus, it's this these new structures, Taurus's structures, it, it's the way we do things, the way we do agriculture, the way we um, are deeply creative and resourceful as humanity. So with Uranus and Taurus, it's like the old ways that we were, we were resourceful where we just used up the earth and, and didn't think about anybody else or how it affected or impacted anybody around us or how people would try to control for control's sake and have power over with no um, just trying to to have more land, more money, more power without any uh, look to how it affected anybody around us or the human family. This whole power over and domination culture has actually regressed humanity. We have not evolved as humanity for 5,000 years. We have not evolved. We have regressed. We have been stunted in our evolution, in our expansion. We have went backwards. We should be light years from where we are right now as a human family, um, evolutionary-wise. So we have this amazing opportunity and so here's the thing so this saturn you're in a square that's what that's all about right but we want to just integrate the energies and also realize that we're also moving into the future saturn's the past uranus is a future and saturn's an aquarius so saturn is actually getting revamped because it's going to move out of aquarius into pisces next march and so saturn is only here in aquarius for six more months and 
I'll tell you, I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> Saturn has been hanging out in my 12th house. So it's, it's this Saturn's in Aquarius saying, you have to work in this new way, Aquarius. You have to be committed to something that's for humanity, that's for the benefit of all, not just for power over any longer, that's innovative, that's unique, and that is fluid and changes and flows and evolves instead of something static. Because Saturn can be very static, not evolving. And then we have the North Node conjunct Uranus. And so with the square, it's very much about our destiny as humanity and what we're, where we're growing into this new humanity that's of peace. Taurus is peace. So the North Node in Taurus is about, can we be a humanity of peace and stop with this war and all of this social conflict and all of the psychodramas and all of this love and this addiction to drama, 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 and chaos and crisis? That's the South Node in Scorpio. Scorpio's crisis. It's this addiction to crisis. It's addiction to staring at the at the traffic um at, at the car accident as you're driving past and slowing down traffic three or four car lengths slower because you had to oogle it. It's like, is there nothing more important in your life? And I'm not saying you personally, right? But if you notice people around us and how people are behaving, so many people got locked into the societal spell, the projected reality of what life supposedly is, you know, school, career, family, picket fence, retirement, death, right? This whole spell, they never went for what their soul craved and longed. They never explored life. They never explored their curiosities. They tried to be right, color in between the, the lines and do what everybody else did and be accepted and approved of. And we all have this until we break free from it and liberate ourselves from it we all do it until we liberate ourselves from it until we finally wake up and then i and then we hope that we're waking up and waking up and waking up because the spells are so many the programs are plenty they they're crisscrossing and they are layered deep and so we keep deprogramming ourselves from more and more societal spells as we go along and as we keep awakening and this Uranus is about an awakening something breaking down of the old ways the old structures and the old beliefs and the old ways we did things and having peace again and one of the big things is if you look at the way people act sometimes it's it's like it's like there's nothing interesting enough in their lives that they don't stare at somebody who's Uranus, somebody who's unique, somebody who's self-expressing themselves uniquely, and who's who's a real personality, and who is living the life from the soul, um, not from the mind, and not from the programs. And so there's just this staring at other people who are really alive and are living because they haven't woke up yet, or they didn't know that they could, or they haven't given themselves permission they didn't know it was a possibility. They thought they were doing the right thing. So this is what's happening in society all around us. And we are building this this alternative reality, this parallel reality within and around the dominator culture, the patriarchal culture, the power over culture. We are building this new earth, this new world, this fifth dimensional reality. It is happening everywhere. There is so much good and amazing things going on and things are shifting. And this Libra new moon was all about new relationship dynamics based upon new beliefs. Jupiter and Aries, opposite that Jupiter and Aries, belief in yourself, a belief in your autonomy, your sovereign, based on your sovereign self, your beliefs coming within your soul that are conscious, awakened beliefs that you chose and you examined and you created. They're not coming from parents or society or some other, somebody else's value system. And so I go really deep into this autumn equinox because when we hit the equinox, the chart, the stars and the planets alignments in, in, the, in the sky, in the, in the galaxy is this imprint, this blueprint of what this fall season is going to be all about. So I go into that really deeply and the square is a big part of that this fall because we went through it three times last year. 2021 was the big Uranus-Saturn um, you know, transit and this this 
autumn, this week, we're moving towards it. So we're feeling this energy because we're moving towards it from Monday on up to Friday when it is exact by degree. And then we'll feel it for another four or five days pretty heavy, but it is the energy of the season. So this hasn't gone anywhere. This this is the energy of the season. So I go in really deeply to that and into the new moon, which even though the new moon was on Sunday, it's still affecting us. This is a big new moon because it's part of the equinox change or the the vernal in the southern hemisphere and it's part of um this this setting the tone of what is to be so i would really encourage you to go over to youtube the light goddess channel um in on youtube and watch the sun sign horoscopes for all 12 signs for all of that where i go in really deeply to that I'm going to get chapters on there eventually, so you'll be able to go right to your sign after you listen to the beginning part of it, uh, but it will come as I'm able to do that. So it's supposed to do it automatically, but anyways, always something to learn. So uh, I really encourage you to go over there and listen to that. And I'm going to go into the Saturn Uranus square for all 12 signs here this Monday on this episode of Sacred Stardust. And also something to know about this week is that the moon is going to conjunct the south node, Scorpio. There could be some emotional purging. There could be some stuff coming up. There's so much air in the chart. It's a grand air trine in the chart. So there's going to be this need for communication and there's going to be a lot of loquaciousness, a lot of extra communication. It's been happening anyways with Mars and Gemini. So, and all this Virgo energy. So realize that people are going to overtalk you. You're going to want to overtalk them. There's a lot of information coming through. Really encourage you to meditate, to go into stillness, to get out of the mind and into your body, into your heart, into your breath. Breathe. Where is your body at? Are you in your body? Are you embodied? Are you embodied? I really encourage you to get into your body and breathe deeply for five minutes throughout the day and get out of your mind. I really encourage you to up your meditation game right now. This is the time to do it if there ever was one because there's so much air. And so with the emotions coming up, with the moon moving off that Libra moon and into the Scorpio moon by Tuesday and up to that conjunction with the south node on Wednesday, you'll want to... Um, speak your emotions so you can release them. So writing a voice memo, talking to a friend or coach, uh, going for a walk and talking to your guides, talking to the animals, the air, just getting it out. It will really help you a lot. And we have this Mercury trying to Pluto. And it's this harmonious aspect to Pluto about alchemy and alchemizing all of the the sorrows and the challenges and the pain and the loss that we've been through and old outdated ideas that we really were enthusiastic and passionate about and letting them release, letting them go into the burying ground so they can be completely transmuted into a new form and a new creation that you are passionate about. Letting things go is big right now and alchemizing through letting go, alchemizing through speaking into existence what you are and enthusiastic about and passionate about and venus is conjunct the sun as she moves into libra this at the end of this week and so she'll move out of virgo while she's in virgo through the first part of the week though she is the priestess she is the goddess trying pluto so it is this energy of even though Venus's detriment in Virgo. She wants to organize. She she's certain. She's very self-sufficient. She's very capable. She knows her value. And she's doing something for a greater purpose. And she understands the invisible that is what is the only thing that animates the invisible. The visible rather. She understands the invisible that's the only thing that animates the visible, the tangible, the material world, the earth, Virgo. So as she's trying Pluto, she's really in this ability to, to, to make magic, to alchemize shadow, to take any pain and transform it 
by moving through the birth canal to the other side. So when she has this conjunction at the end of the week in Libra to the sun, it's beautiful. It's this beautiful energy. She'll be at home in Libra. So one of her, one of her two home signs. She she wants luxury. She wants what's classy. Classy is subjective. So it's not necessarily a Rolls Royce for everyone. Classy might be just the best lotion. It could be soft textiles. It could be a really comfortable bed. And that could be a firm one for some people and a really soft one for other people. I do not like a soft bed. I do not want to be sinking down into something. No. (laughs) But a lot of people like a soft bed, right? So what is classy? What is, is... quality what's luxury is different from person to person to person so what is your version of that how can you make beauty around you because venus wants beauty and that's what helps too much saturn energy which we have with the square right now we have too much saturn energy and we have pluto and capricorn that's more saturn so all we need beauty we need color we need vibrancy we need flowers and trees and and animals and life and connection and venus and libra wants to connect and she wants to connect from what is harmonic with her what is harmonic what is resonating not with any relationships or any people that are abusive not on your vibe not on your wavelength not going into the future with you uranus She wants to connect deeply with those people who she really actually wants to connect with that soul. So be able to eliminate and say bye and excuse yourself from all people and experiences and and relationships that are not for you. And that means that you might have to face other people's feelings and emotions and projections and anger and disappointments and whatever else. And that's okay. It's okay for everybody to feel how they feel and you can be in your state of power and your state of certainty with what's right for you and what's not. And the moon will be in Sagittarius later this week and it'll be optimistic, lots of emotions bouncing around, a more happy, future-oriented outlook on what we're creating in this parallel reality. So let's get into all 12 signs for the Saturn-Uranus square. And all right, we'll start with Aries and we'll get through them. So you all can book an astrology reading with me. Um, You can do individual or I have packages for quarterly and monthly. And you can do that over at thegoddessastrologer.com. And I encourage you to go over to YouTube. I'm going to be doing a weekly card pull for all 12 signs. So I'm going to be doing a card reading for all 12 signs that will be up on the YouTube channel as well as the new moon forecast horoscope, which is really good. All right. I'll see you all over there. Aries. All right, Aries. So this Saturn Uranus square is always going to be in the true houses for you since you're the beginning of the Zodiac and... And uh, so this Uranus North Node conjunction is in your second house of money and self-worth. And this is what your future is all about. It's about you having money and it's about you having self-worth. If you don't, you're not in the trajectory, then what is the issue? Is somebody holding you back? Is somebody an authority over you? Are you looking to somebody else to tell you what to do, when to do it, how to do it, or thinking that you need to hitch your life to their star? Or are you an Aries, autonomous, sovereign, assertive in your own right unto yourself a free autonomous woman that is powerful creative vibrant and fierce that's that aries energy that fierce energy that independence that woman who knows who she is who knows her no and knows her yes and so this is the future for you And the old energies of Saturn are in your 11th house. So it's other people. So it's really asking you to stop being subservient to other people and stop looking to other people as the authority or the one with the knowledge or the one to keep you safe or the one to protect you or guide you or mentor you or to have the information over you, especially men. We are taught as women to to relate to men as the authority or the one with the information. You have to relate to yourself as the expert, as the one who knows what's right for you, as the uh, to look inward. You're being asked to look inward and to understand the resourcefulness and the creative ability that you have within you to create value in this world that you get paid for and to, and to really own your worth 
as a woman, independent of anyone else. And so Saturn is in your 11th house conjunct Vesta. Vesta is the home. So it's the old ways that you that you felt secure and that you felt grounded and had a foundation under your feet. And you're really being asked to innovate friends, families, connection, audience building, um, collaborations. You're asked, being asked to innovate that so that you can commit and be determined to the right things that are for your future, that are about peace and about your own resourcefulness and your own resources within you that create value in this world, that create a legacy, that create impact and meaning and significance. And this is for the whole season of fall that this is up for you. But this is particularly growing into an apex this week. All right, Aries. Taurus. This for you, I need. I need a drink, y'all. I never thought I'd be on the radio. But I did take a TV production class in high school. But I made some PSAs. <laughs> I was also on the news in high school, inadvertently, or maybe it was grade school. It was funny. I was playing around in the courthouse and like going up to the top of the tower and going in all these weird back doors and stuff. And then um, the news, the news uh, TV guy, camera guy was had had the camera on the elevator, and I was in the elevator when they opened the door trying to take this. Uh, prisoner into the elevators i was like oh okay nice so i was on the nightly news <laughs> anyways taurus for you the saturn uranus square is all about your identity your first house and about your sacred calling so it's about your identity and and if that is um, it's about who you are. It's about your personality. It's about your confidence, how you deal and how you handle um, people and, and things that are threatening your ego or that are um, threatening your, your power. And, and not that they're actually really threatening your power, but how it might feel if you feel powerless or disempowered at times. How are you handling that? How are you dealing with that? And it's, it's about your unique personality, self-modification, how you present in the world, how others see you, how you want to be seen in this world, and who you are. Like, who's your unique personality? Because the personality is just a vehicle for our soul, so you have your deep soul, you, inside. But what's this outer shell, this outer vehicle? The way you look, the way you dress, the way you talk, your attitude, your vibe, your energy, you know, how you speak, all these things get to be... Uh, experimented with and played around with and changed and altered and they get to evolve you get to be whoever you want to be and to change that Taurus is a fixed sign but you don't have to be fixed about your personality you can experiment and play around and dress different and do different makeup and um, walk different talk different try on different attitudes and different ways of speaking and being and be unique and you're being asked to innovate your personality. You're being asked to step into a new you that's coming from a deeper resourced place within, a deeper creative place within that's from soul, like letting your soul express itself weirdly, oddly, uniquely, unconventionally, breaking the status quo down of who you've ever tried to fit in for. I mean, maybe you were on a PhD track, so you're really bland and boring in your dress and in your speaking, and you speak like a professor, and it's not very interesting, and no one can even really get the beauty of what you're saying because you're because of the way you're speaking it's like can you experiment grow evolve shift change and be wild be different be unique be weird and this is saturn in your 10th house of sacred calling asking you to really shift out of the old ways the old structures in your business like literally the old structures in your business are not serving you they're old they're outdated they're not going to move you into the future and that's that square and so literally your business is being asked for an upgrade and to not feel to not be like safe and secure in that vesta conjunction those old um, structures of your business, but to really innovate Saturn in, in Aquarius, innovate the structures of your business, innovate your sacred calling, your, the way, um, 
the the things that you're committed to in your business, the way you've been doing it before, and with the retrograde, revise it, recalibrate it, edit it, um, rethink everything, and to really come to a new place with everything. And you're, you're probably already doing this. You're probably seeing how all these structures in your life and your business are changing anyways, and revising or rethinking the things you've committed to in your business. And it might mean that you have to go through a phase of of letting go of like maybe you got your authority from things that you always did in your business and it's time to pivot and do things a little differently and your authority or your sense of yourself or your sense of your worth or your value really came from those old ways you did it and so you might have to go through some phases of growth and and uh, struggle or hardship with these changes and so you're being asked to really understand what you want to commit and be determined to to be able to go into the future as this new version that's upgraded of who you are in this world and this is particularly potent this week going to be exact on friday and then friday saturday and then is happening this is the flavor of the season for all of autumn for all of fall so this is definitely something to think about and be aware of um, underlining motivations for your fall. All right, Taurus, Gemini. So Gemini, this is Uranus and conjunct the North Node in your 12th house of vision, of compassion, of divine love the celestial love the feeling your way through the world from soul this deep soul energy of dreams and imagination and vision and and the invisible of of what can be what can manifest the magic the mystical and it's the Saturn conjunct Vesta, the old ways that you felt secure based on what you knew and being the scholar and being the visionary and being the one that was kind of superior or on top or in front of people. And you're being asked to, to innovate all of that for something new to come through to really get your security and your comforts on based upon something inward that's based on soul, based on vibration, based on connection to self in the multiverse. And so you're being asked to, like, what are you committing to? What are you determined? Where's your authority coming from? Is your authority coming from your knowledge or is it coming from your soul? And that's what this square is really poking at it's going to be big this week and moving into that greater apex that greater peak at the end of the week friday saturday and this is really the energy for this whole fall season this is what's being provoked for you so i'd really include this in your understanding of this fall season all right gemini cancer cancer for you this is the uranus north node conjunction in your 11th house of friends your audience connections collaborations bringing your gifts into the world bringing your gifts forward the third eye higher mind higher channeling and knowing from the galactic realms from the multiverse and this future that you're going to of being able to channel being able to have your third eye fully open and engaged and really going towards being resourced fully within from your third eye, from your knowing. And so the Saturn is this old way that you got your authority from either your sexual sacred power or dominating others or from um, boundaries and really hard boundaries or from other people's money, being able to collect other people's money, you know, wherever you're getting your sense of authority from in those realms, you're being asked to, to revamp, to innovate your sense of authority and to redo the structures in your life in the areas of deep intimacy, bonds with other people, in collecting other people's money in your business, like how you do those things. You're being asked to innovate it for higher, higher consciousness, higher vibe. 
you're being asked to, to upgrade it and to really get your sense of security and, and home from something higher, from what you channel through, what you know within yourself that's connected to soul. So there, this is up. It's apexing, it's peaking at the end of this week, but you'll be feeling these energies all week particularly. But this is the season, this is the the flavor of this fall season, this square. And so you're being asked, what are you going to commit to? What are you going to be determined to as far as bringing your gifts to the world from your channel, from your higher sense of knowing and your higher mind, higher consciousness, from your third eye instead of from false authority, Saturn, from money or from, you know, psychodramas and, and arguing with people or being like firmly rooted in one stance over another. So this is the flavor of this fall. This is what you're being asked to review. And are you, you know, are you letting people have authority over you in like deep intimate relationships? This is also something that's up. Like, is there some authority over you in relationships um, that are stopping you from bringing your gifts to the world? So it's really important, Cancer. You got this. All right, Cancer. Leo, Leo, this for you is Uranus conjunct the North Node and your 10th house of sacred calling of how people see you, of your sense of authority and power in the world. And it's Saturn conjunct Vesta in your 7th house of relationships. So the old way that you had a sense of authority was through relationships, having power over, dominating, um, having to come from insecurities or something external, and you're being asked to innovate the way that your sense of authority within relationships, you're being asked to get your sense of security from something higher, from an, uh, an inner knowing that comes through the third eye, from your connection to all that is, the interconnectedness to the galactic realms, the multiverse to our planet, and yourself so there's the square that's building this week to exact on friday and saturday and and then this is the energy for this autumn this autumn has this blueprint of the square on it so you're dealing with this all autumn this you know juxtaposition between your sacred calling and is your sacred calling coming from that higher knowing of the third eye that's for peace that's for um being based upon your inner security and believing in your own resourcefulness and the value of your own creativity and the impact and value that you bring is it based upon that and you're being asked to really commit to something of higher of higher value in your relationships to commit to higher consciousness and relationships to do it differently so uh this is the flavor of energy for this autumn all right leo virgo virgo for you this uranus north node conjunction is in your ninth house of being a visionary being the the one who is leading guiding others of travel and expansion and growth and learning and understanding and so it's wanting to come through from the inside out come from a higher source of consciousness coming from the third eye from this open channel to the multiverse to the field and you're getting rid of old ways that you used to work that you maybe got your authority from how much you worked or what you did in your work. And you're being asked to innovate your perceptions around work, your sense of security that may have been based upon uh, your routines and your schedules or your health. And you're asked to innovate your health. You're asked to innovate your lifestyle, your life force energy, which is based on your health, how many nutrients you're getting, how much you're sleeping, all of that good stuff. Your being asked to innovate that so that you can really commit and be determined to um, determine towards being this leader and this visionary in this world from a place of higher consciousness. So you're being provoked to upgrade into higher consciousness, higher vibration, to get out of those old ideas and old paradigms about working so hard or urgency or the old industrial era 
um, paradigm of work. You're being asked to work in a new way that's based on feeling, based on connection. So connection to yourself and how you feel, connection to your body and what your body's asking for, which might be more rest, more playtime, more creative time that's not necessarily for a particular goal. You're being asked to stretch yourself into the higher realms and to create your structures based on on a higher knowing and not based so much on um, old Saturn structures, old Capricorn type structures, old paradigms, old systems, old ways of doing things. This square is really going to be felt hardcore this week, moving up to that peak Friday and Saturday, and then you'll be feeling this all fall. This is is part of the flavor of this autumn. All right, Virgo, Libra, for you, this Uranus-North Node conjunction is in your eighth house of sex, death, and taxes, of connection to the metaphysical, to alchemizing um, the shadow and the intensity and the emotions into something higher, something that is bringing the uniqueness of your genius to the world. And you have these Saturn old structures happening in your fifth house of your leadership, of your kids, of the way you do your bring your heart to the world and bring your contributions to the world. So you're being asked to innovate the way you bring your contributions to the world, the way you think about it, to innovate your paradigms around around what you do in the world and your creative work. And how that's expressed. And if you ever got your authority in old off of the old paradigms of control or hierarchy or status. And to innovate your paradigm. That it doesn't come from that anymore. It comes on based on vibration, connection, love, joy. What you resonate with. The value system that you really resonate with in this life. And this you're asked to really commit to something. Um, commit to your leadership, commit to your creative expression of your work, your projects, commit to your heart over the mind, over the hierarchical system, over the, the old ways, and to go for something that's really coming from that sacral, um, transformative heart place of transformation, of the phoenix rising, of something that is connected to spirit and soul that is deeper and more intense and bigger and, and more beautiful and edgy and interesting and different, unique. So you're really being asked to enact that sacral power from this place that's connected to the invisible and the metaphysical and your guides in the multiverse to bring it through to be that leader that's truly in her heart connected to all that it that is and completely unapologetically herself and beautiful and unique and different all right, Libra, Scorpio, Scorpio, for you, this Uranus-North Node conjunctions in your seventh house of relationships. So this is about being your unique self in relationships, being authentically you, bringing the peace and bringing that resourcefulness of who you are to the relationship and believing in your value and upgrading your sense of your value and your worth and valuing other people. And the, the, the quality of the relationships. So the Saturn conjunct Vesta in your fourth house of home, your emotional seascape, your sense of security, your comfort zones. You're bring, being asked to break out of the old paradigms of your comfort zones. Break out of the old paradigms of thinking and thought patterns and the way you view the world and the way you view what home is, what your foundation is, what your roots are, and to innovate those belief systems, those patterns, those ideas, those perspectives, those ways of being, what made you feel comfortable. You're being asked to innovate and to go towards the future of relationships, which is for peace, for creative expression, for things that are truly worthy and things that are really important to you. You're asked to break out of the comfort zones to go towards what you really matters to you, which is going to be uncomfortable, weird, unique, different, and is going to require that discomfort. 
this square is really building to the end of the week. This is the flavor, part of the flavor of the fall, of the autumn season in general. So keep this in mind as you're going through your autumn, that this is kind of what's up for you. And and really connect to relationships that encourage the peace, your creativity, your honor, your uniqueness, and um, allow you to, to move into your future and re really your knowing from that higher celestial, higher consciousness, higher mind. All right, Sagittarius, this Uranus North Node conjunction for you is in your sixth house of life force energy, which is, you know, based on getting enough nutrients, getting enough sleep, getting enough play and rest and creative time and connection, all those things that make us fully resourced women. And so your life force energy, you're being asked to upgrade that and come from higher consciousness, not coming from those old Saturn paradigms of what you have to do or the right way to live or these rule books that somebody wrote that supposedly you're supposed to live by. And you're really asked to be in your destiny when it comes to your lifestyle and to be living the lifestyle that's the unique, unconventional, busting the status quo, awesome, creative lifestyle that you really want to live that is for your heart of your soul. That's really from your connection to your higher mind, your third eye and the celestial realms, bringing that into this third dimensional reality to live the way you really want to live. And you're going to be pushed and asked and poked and prodded to see if you are really breaking out of old paradigms, which means you have to break out of the old Saturn paradigms of the way you think, the way you perceive the old world, what you thought of it, the hierarchy system, the dominator culture, busting out of all of that and creating new systems to live by or none at all and um, going towards your future. And it means that you got to think differently and really examine your perspectives and see if what you're communicating to the world and to your own self and if you're, the way you're thinking and believing is really allowing you to upgrade into that higher level of consciousness to live in the fifth dimensional reality, to build this parallel reality with the rest of humanity and to step into this future. This square is building for you all through this week, peaking out at the end of the week, and this is part of the flavor of this autumn season. All right, a Capricorn. Capricorn for you, this Uranus North Node conjunction is in your fifth house of leadership, of children, of romance and love and creative self-expression. It is in this way of asking you to upgrade as a leader as somebody who's contributing to society, bringing your unique magic, your feminine genius to this world, being proud of that, being strong, being confident, being self-possessed, really stepping into the future and channeling that sense of certainty and self-possession and confidence through you as a fact and innovating and going against the status quo and your leadership abilities and stepping into greater visibility and having fun and playing and bringing your heart to the people, being real, which means being vulnerable, being willing to do that and busting out of the old Saturn ways that you did money or did your sense of security or felt safe. You have to innovate all of that to be able to step into this next upgrade of leadership. And you're being asked to. It's on destiny. It's what you're meant to do here, Capricorn. And so you have to definitely upgrade and innovate and really think outside of the box when it comes to money, your sense of security, and the value of that you have, that you have all these values and, and resources within you, your ideas, your copy, your marketing, your um, ability to type, your ability to figure something out, to go within and get the answer. All of these things are your resourcefulness, your creativity. That's a, that's your wealth. That's part of your wealth. So it's rethinking your wealth in a different and new way and also rethinking your value. You have to bust out of the old paradigms and your self-worth and to feel worthy from the inside out at a deeper, deeper level and to innovate those structures, those old structures that made you feel worthy, you have to do something different. You have to deepen. You have to go wider. 
You have to go inside, really um, transform those. And those are the things that are going to be poked and prodded at and coming up for you this week, particularly apexing up until this weekend. But this is going to be part of the flavor of this autumn for you, Capricorn. All right, Capricorn. So Aquarius, this for you is this Uranus North Node conjunction in your fourth house of home and family and your emotional seascape and your security and comfort zones and your roots, feeling grounded, feeling solid and secure and safe and comfortable. You're being asked to upgrade that and let that come from this connection to the celestial, this connection to the multiverse, to you as soul, interconnected with all of life, to step into your destiny and and to step outside the old boxes and into the weird, into the unconventional. And you're really being asked to break the status quo, the old lines that used to color in between and color on the ceilings, color on the walls. You're really being poked at with the Saturn in your first house of your identity, who you are, how you see yourself, how you deal with threat, how you deal with other people questioning what you know or your credibility or or having an opinion about you. How do you deal with that? So the old ways you dealt with that are not going to work. They're not going to serve you. They're not going to make you feel comforted and secure. And so those are being poked and prodded at. And if you don't innovate, then you're going to feel a lot of challenge and issue. And so you're being asked to really come from a new place with that and to step into the future of your life with this new sense of security and sense of roots that is coming from being a soul, being a galactic citizen, a universal, multiverse citizen, rather than just a citizen of your town or your community or this earth. And you're really asked to expand and grow your sense of identity um, to bring this commitment to being the weird, unique you that you are to to really feel that sense of security within yourself. And this is going to be poking and prodding at you all this week up until the apex on Friday, Saturday. And then this is going to be a part of the flavor of the autumn for you. All right, Pisces, Pisces, this Uranus, North Node conjunction for you is in your third house of how you think, perceive the world, how you see things how you see everything in life. So like how you see relationships and what you think relationships are or should be. This is about the world and how you think the world is or or should be. All these shoulds, right? Which are um, really indicative of like this violent form of oppression on ourselves and other people in the world because nothing should be different than it is. And when we say it should be something that isn't, like we're really being violent in a way that we're not accepting what actually is, which means we can never change what is. So you're being asked to innovate and upgrade your perceptions. And there's awakening here for you. There's awakening to higher levels of consciousness. That means you're going to think really differently and you're going to be bucking the status quo and you're not meant to go with what others do. You're not meant to fit in and you're not meant to be anything but your unique, beautiful you that's really dynamic, really unique and interesting. And that's what's on destiny for you. You're meant to bust out of old structures in the way that you think about life and yourself and other people and your, your work. And... So with this Saturn-Vesta conjunction in your 12th house of vision and karma, you're going to be poked and prodded in the subconscious stuff, the past life stuff, the karmic stuff, and asked, are you innovating the way you're handling the shadow? Are you, are you dealing with it? And are you letting the unique self be completely alchemized from the shadow to come forward to give you a new sense of security and home within yourself? Are you allowing yourself to be the visionary? And are you committed to the the divine love to bring that forward in your mindset of the world and life and other people to bring unconditional compassion and divine love and care and and empathy and um, connection and that interconnectedness of all things bring that forward in your mindset for this awakening into this upgrade of who you are this upgrade of how you see the world which our mind really creates the scaffolding for what we experience in our life 
And so this 12th house of Saturn here is like innovating your emotional world and activating the emotions that you want to feel. Doing the journaling work on how you want to feel and how what you want to experience so that you can have this awakening and this higher channeling through you from the celestial realms, from this connection to your guides, to source, to the multiverse, and really being in this fifth dimensional system of... Um, not system, but way of being in the world. This is really poking and prodding at you all week um, and asking you to have a new mindset, asking you to upgrade, and definitely might be dealing with some karma, but the visionary you must come forward and be enacted. That creativity must come through. And this is part of the flavor of the fall for you, Pisces. All right, y'all, I'm sending you all so much love. Go on over to the YouTube channel, check that out, and I'm on TikTok daily. Talk to you soon. I didn't have role models or examples of the divine feminine journey, of it being something more than just spiritual business, but something much bigger. My soulpreneurship, my soul mission. I knew it was here for something important. I knew I was fearless and powerful, and yet all of these karmic fears and insecurities were holding me back from speaking my voice and being out in the world. And like God is coaching, we jailbreak your soul from the conditioning and traps of the fear of this 3D world, unlocking your sacred feminine genius. Step into your power, goddess. You know you are meant for big things. Now is the time. To book a free goddess call, go to thegoddessastrologer.com. Together, we are the light goddess, moving humanity out of fear and into love consciousness. Now, if there is someone in your life that you can think of right now that would benefit from this episode, go ahead and share it with them right now. You can either text them or take a screenshot and send it to them. You can post it on your social media. Do whatever you have to to get them to listen to this inspiring podcast. And until next time, remember to bring more love, feed your light, and transform through the darkness.